this is Consco Crosstalk. Welcome to the show. I am your host, Mike Reardon. Today we're talking to Zach Lefevre. He's the Director of Solutions Marketing at Wesco. Welcome to the podcast, Zach. Hey, Mike. Good to see you. Thanks. I appreciate that. So listen, I'd like the audience to get to know the guest as quickly as possible. I always find that music is a big common denominator with most people. So what would you say is your favorite song or album and why? Wow, that's hard to say, Mike. I mean, I'm a musician. I've, you know, lived my whole life with music as kind of part of it, you know. So I'd probably say you could ask me any day of the week, but it would change. So something that's representative of me or a perfect time in my life was when I was a young skateboarder and into hip-hop, and uh, the BC Boys License to Ill album came out, and I just remember Paul Revere, I remember using the Led Zeppelin drums, and just, it's it's a classic album, so I'm going to say License to Ill today, but I'll probably say Metallica and Justice for All tomorrow. Nice, that's great, that's great, License to Ill, I love it, that's good. Okay, so today you're the Director of Solutions Marketing at Wesco. I've known you uh, for a long time. And I remember when you were simply an engineer, right? An yeah. RCDD certified systems engineer, sales engineer. Um, so how did the shift occur? To tell, tell, me, tell me a little bit about your journey to where you are right now. Okay, so back to the, the music piece, right? I've always been a creative. Sure. But I was highly technical. So I, I took a career in technology and I was an IT manager. I was an integration manager. Um, I was a design engineer, RCDD became a consultant, um, but all the while, what really got me going was strategy and creativity. Mm. And when I found out that that's what marketing really was, I knew I had to hop the fence and go down that road and, you know, switch my career up after 20 years of being technical already. So, yeah, I think you probably remember me as a a young engineer that probably stepped on your toes writing a spec (laughs) for one of your accounts without you knowing who I was, right? That's right. Yeah, we've kind of come full circle, haven't we? Absolutely. Absolutely. So what I want to talk with you about um, a little bit more today is um, UTG. Okay. I mean, I think it's a, it's a fascinating program. I'd really like to, to talk with you about maybe a little bit about the origins, maybe talk a little bit about where we are today with UTG, where, where you're going with UTG. But yeah, just, just touch on that because cause you, were, you were one of the people that helped bring this to life, right? You were one of the uh, architects of UTG, weren't yeah, you? Yeah, absolutely. There was a group of us that... You know, built the program, work with the suppliers, work with UL to define the framework and take it to market. So uh, I'm really kind of the, the technical subject matter expert within Wesco. Um, okay. But we built UTG under the Annexter flag before, you know, we became the new world-class Wesco. Um, and yeah, I've been there for the whole ride. Nice. That's great. That's great. So give me a real quick little overview about UTG. I mean, how would you how would you describe UTG to somebody that really doesn't even know what it is? Real quick, like an elevator pitch. Okay, so first let me just say UTG is short. It's an abbreviation for utility grade infrastructure. It's not an acronym, but it just means utility grade, right? Utility so, grade infrastructure. And it's about the infrastructure. And really what we wanted to do was take a look at uh, the lack of innovation that we were seeing in the copper market and bring some innovation to it. You know, there weren't any new standard developments or any new solutions end-to-end that were complete. Um, So we started to look at performance within cable infrastructure and existing systems, and we wanted to build a test framework similar to Annexter levels of old. You know, I think probably a lot of your 
listeners are familiar with that or people from the ICT industry. And okay. really, that was the precursor to the categories for cable, right? Mm, so when there were no performance standards, Annixter stepped up, developed the levels programs with different levels, and it was for the first performance ratings, which were later adopted as a category. So we wanted to take that same kind of innovation where we saw that uh, the market was changing rapidly. So the ICT market very focused on low voltage cable infrastructure, and we're seeing the smart building kind of play come in and the new world of IP convergence where it's going across multiple subsystems within a building, right? And people not so focused on that. So we were thought leaders in that space, but we were trying to think, well, how do we get ahead of this? Because at some point, there's going to be more subsystems that are IP. There's, they're going to need to be connected. They're, they're going to need to be served in a larger area. They're going to need to go further distance. And how do we simplify all that now? And that's really what the premise was. Okay, so where is UTG today? Because I know there's been a bit of a progression. It's uh, You've built on top of the foundation of UTG, right? Yeah, absolutely. So when we were first looking at UTG, we're looking at, okay, how can, this is more like a smart building program. But really what we wanted to do was focus on the infrastructure because that's what it's really about. It's about connecting all the parts and smarts. And the, the performance within the cable that we've identified with the framework is within the cable. It's not the electronics, electronics, it's not boosters. So we really wanted to focus on the infrastructure and that's where we're at today. So there's two levels ratings within the program today. There's UTG 10 and there's UTG 20. Okay. And the beauty of UTG is where we started, this was disruptive. Where we're at now, since the global pandemic and uh, hybrid work systems where people are going back to work and some are in the returning to the office, some are working in a, in a hybrid um, capacity, there was a call for health, more health and safety within buildings. There was a, so that means, okay, how are we going to do that? It's yeah, signage, different things, but really it's technology. It's sensors, it's controls, it's touchless technology, right? So here we go now, we're accelerating to that smart building we're accelerating to that new IP convergence that we're talking about across multiple subsystems, as well as many other players in the market have come to market with extended distance solutions, which is where people focus, but this is a lot more than an extended distance solution, and that's something we could probably talk about as well. Yeah, because as you're talking, I'm thinking, okay, because this is not just about extended distance, but to some extent, that is the core benefit of UTG is whether you say extended distance, would you say extended performance? Well, yeah, it's, it's all of that, right? Okay. So, I mean, uh, obviously, Comscope's in the program as one of the manufacturers. The beauty of the UTG program is it is an award-winning, multi-supplier, global testing platform, right? So there's no one in the industry that has that. And I would like to believe that based on our framework and what UL independently tests third-party and validates with UTG, it's the most comprehensive cable in the industry. So that's something to be said right there. So now, if you're talking future ready, we won't say future proof because we don't know what's coming down the road, right? But sure. if we're gonna say future ready, well, wouldn't you want the most robust, most comprehensive tested cable? That, that's one thing, right? So if you're just gonna say, hey, we are building our office of the future, our building in the future, our campus of the future, this copper cable qualifies for that. Um, if you are looking at bandwidth, well, the bandwidth of the cable in the UTG uh, framework exceeds the standards. If you're looking at distance, we can extend PoE. So there, now we start talking about devices, low bit rate devices, OT devices. So you can, you can 
power and connect to more edge devices, serving a larger area, potentially reducing the size of your telecommunications rooms or your distributors, um, some cases eliminating, eliminating them, or just utilizing a telecommunications enclosure or using zone architecture. Wow. It's tested with uh, multi-plug terminated link or MPTL, which means you can direct connect to uh, edge devices, right? So there's a lot factored in there. So it's really kind of three parts. I would say you've got whole building, future-ready performance. You're cabling to telecommunications outlets like you normally would. You've got extended distance for security cameras and specific applications, right, that we've tested and qualified for. And then you've got kind of a converged network. And that's where you can go 100 meters to telecommunications outlets the normal way you would, but then also go extended distance and, you know, to different lengths and with different um, PoE power based on what you're serving. Okay, so it's not just about extended distance, but what are those extended distance capabilities? Okay, so like I said, there's no active electronics boosting UTG, so all of the performance characteristics are in the cable itself. So we're testing the cable for additional headroom across specific applications, and then we're being very prescriptive. Okay. So we can tell you exactly what you can do. So if you're like, hey, I'm doing video surveillance, we know that we can do 30 watts of power to 150 meters with any surveillance camera, right? Now, in some cases where Axis is a partner and participating in this overall, we can, we can go to 185 meters with their cameras at 30 watts. So there are extended distance capabilities there, and really what we did was we tried to standardize on everything that we built within the framework. So there's three distances. There's what we do at 100 meters, there's what we do at 150 meters, and what we do at 185 meters. And there's additional headroom in that even, but that's what we've standardized to. So um, there's even fluke field test limits for the certified installers that install UTG. So you can test to those specific distances. Good, good. Nice. I like it. Where can people learn more about UTG? Really simple. Go to wesco.com slash UTG. Everything you need to see is there. There's videos. Uh, there is a program guide, and everything that you need to know around the program guide is in there. Now, if you want to get into the framework even deeper, um, you can go to verify.ul.com, search Wesco, search UTG, search Comscope, or any of the partners that are in the program, and you'll see the full framework there with the test parameters, the performance, and it, everything all right there. So it's really like an online, living, breathing test standard. So we're on version 2.0 of the framework right now. So we launched with 1.0, and as we evolve and add new levels ratings, it'll just continue to grow. That's why I said it's an online living assurance standard. That's great. Okay, wesco.com slash UTG. Yes, sir. To get more information. That's fantastic. Zach, this has been a lot of fun. This has been great. What a great update. I really appreciate you being here and taking the time to do this. Thanks, Mike. Good to see you. I appreciate it. And uh, I hope you had a great show. No, thanks so much. Appreciate you being here. And thank all of you for joining us. For more information, please go to comscope.com. My name is Mike Reardon, and this has been Comscope Crosstalk.